Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fignuts podcast. This is episode number 290 overall. If you're keeping track of it by season, this is season seven, episode 15, and my name is Britt. And I'm still Craig. And oh my God, based on that open, I am still on a Vegas hangover. That was <laughs> like, alive, that was, everyone. He's back. <laughs> I'm alive. I, I think I'm alive. He's mostly I alive. Mean, <laughs> I'm mostly alive. So uh, yeah, I am. I am back. Um, I got back in at around 2 a.m. on Monday night. So um, yeah, my body hasn't fully adjusted yet. Back to being on the East Coast. I'm trying to force it. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm here. Thank you to Craig and Cinch for keeping the show running while I was gone. Um, you'll be happy to know I didn't listen to it. So um, cool, cool. Didn't didn't have time. <laughs> I didn't have time. Oh my god! The the last seven days of my life have been just like this whirlwind of like, wait, did I really do that? <laughs> I understand now the phrase "what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas." I understand it. I didn't do anything illegal. I didn't do anything crazy that you remember. <laughs> I remember ninety percent of the trip. I remember oh, the only thing I don't have very clear memory of is Sunday. And that's because I was in a sports bar with a lot of guys who were asking me football advice, and I was just kind of having a few extra drinks. Just leave it at that. But again, <laughs> what happens there stays there. So, but let's let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I am drinking exciting seltzer because I drank more than I expected to last night. So, what, what happened last night? Were you out? Uh, no, my sister and one of my nephews came over for dinner, so. Oh, that'll do it. And he, he brought me beer, so. Yep, that'll do it. That'll absolutely do it. Um, I am drinking soda because I, I did real, all right, so we, we went to, we went to Vegas on Wednesday. Wednesday night, my wife went to see Zach Baggins' Haunted Museum and left me in my own devices. This device had, might be haunted right now. <laughs> is this the cause of all of the evil activity in this house? Is it possible that this small ball of wax that once stripped from a candle contains the blood of innocence? I, I can't take him seriously. I can't. <laughs> anyway, I got called on to do that impression a lot more in Vegas, by the way. I don't even sound like him. I think it's just because it's I make it sound so outrageous. Yeah. But um, I did okay with my drinking out there until Sunday. Sunday, I was off off the hook. Off the hook. They have these beer towers. There were multiple beer towers. I saw the picture. It looked it looked interesting. I, I didn't even... Giant. <laughs> I did, I stopped counting. I, I don't remember how many beers I had. So there's the, that's that. But overall, I did pretty good. I'll say this. The breweries out there, there was only one that impressed me. Mm. Uh, I have it written down somewhere, but I didn't prepare and bring it with me. But beer out there really supports my theory that the your water source matters because the water out there was nasty. So anyway, but uh, we are we are we are back. Um yeah, so I'm drinking soda today because I'm going to be rehydrating for like the next 75 years after <laughs> Vegas. I didn't, you know, it's just you can't you have two beers out there. First of all, it was 90 and everybody kept saying, yes, this is the hottest Vegas has been in like 25 years in October. Do you know how what the temp high temperature was the day we left? It was 71. Oh, that must have felt like home. <laughs> it did. It was comfortable. It was nice. People were like, oh, yeah, this is what Vegas is normally like. I'm like, well, why the fuck is it changing now? Why was it 90 the whole time I was here? Because you were there. I guess so. I brought the heat. Yeah. I brought the heat. So between 90 degree weather, the terrible water, getting dehydrated is like easy just standing outside. I can imagine, so I, yeah. 
I was very careful the first couple of days we were there. I didn't get myself slosh drunk. I tried a couple of different local beers. Spent some time at Chicky and Pete's, which is nice. Um, yeah, so that's that's so I'm I'm on the soda today. So um, okay, so let's just jump right in. Some burning hot takes and full admission, guys. I was in Vegas. I did absolutely no homework. None. None, None at all, huh? None. None. Which means I'm going to go first, because I only have one thing to bring to the table. Yeah. And it's Brock Purdy in the concussion protocol. <laughs> so much for because, that uh, Cinderella run, huh? <laughs> so, while well, I'm, I'm on the flight on the way home, and in our home league, I'm behind my brother. I played my brother, a.k.a. The Source. Has anybody heard any... Did we get pics from The Source today? Uh, no, but I don't think we asked him either. Yeah, can you send him a quick text? Do you yeah, have your phone yeah, in reach? Because sure. I don't yeah. have mine in reach. Go, go ahead. Um, yeah, send him a quick text and, t- and tell him he hasn't submitted his uh, his picks of the week this week. Um, so I'm on the plane on the way back, and it's like the sun is up as we're as we're like flying over Nevada, and Monday Night Football is starting, which fucks with your head when you're not used to it. It's like five. It's like five thirty, and they're starting to play football, and I'm like, this is not normal for me. So I watched the entirety of that game because I was stuck in the air. Why not? You might as well watch it. Thank you, JetBlue, for having in-seat televisions. <laughs> and the, I'm down 10 to my brother, and I've got Brandon Ayuk, and I'm, he gets 5 for 50 in the first half. I'm like, all he needs is one or two more catches or maybe a score, and I actually win my game. He goes drought the second half, and Brock Purdy looks like he's never held a football before. Was this before or after the concussion? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Because <laughs> he played the entire game. He never came out. It's not like we can say, oh, the concussion happened here or a concussion happened there. Oh, he's going to. He played the whole game. So my question, you, Craig, did you watch the game, Craig? I did not see that game. Okay. So, so I can just tell you flat out. So I can tell you flat out. I didn't see a play where the I can't see a play where there was a concussion. So I'm not saying I'm not saying it couldn't have happened. I'm sure it did. But I can't sit there and say, oh, you know what? I know exactly what play that was. So, Greg, my question to you is, is is this it? Is is this the end of the Brock Purdy run? I mean, he looked... When you sent the message today that said Brock Purdy's in the concussion protocol, my immediate reaction was he sure played like it. <clears throat> so so, yeah. so it's, two, it's a two-part two question. Number one... Is this a is this the end of Brock Purdy? Have we seen that he's going to get rattled and he's going to get knocked around? And number two, do you have any faith in his backup at all? Um, I'll go backwards. Number two, I don't know who his backup is. I'm going to tell you. I worded that carefully. I worded that carefully because I wanted to drop this bomb on you. Yeah, it's Sam Darnold. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. I I had forgotten uh, it too, and I had to go look it up. Wait a minute. Does that mean does that mean the Bengals are playing Sam Darnold Sunday? The Bengals are playing Sam Darnold <laughs> on Sunday. Excellent. I mean he's not officially out yet, but it's Yeah, right, so, so like if he's still in the protocol like by tomorrow, he's probably not gonna play. So you're not picking up <clears throat> Sam Darnold in all formats? Uh yeah, probably not. I mean Maybe he'll play a little bit better than he did in New York because he's from the West Coast. I don't know, but, um, but yeah, okay. So, what was the first question again? <laughs> the first, the first part of it is this: is this the end of Brock Purdy? He, uh, I'm telling you right now, he looked rattled. 
He looked it, rattled. I don't... I mean, I saw clips, but I, so like I said, I didn't see the game. So I didn't see anywhere... I didn't see any clips where he could have been hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, watching football and they're playing literally on a carpet, what looks like on TV as not a big bump to the head when they land kind of is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could have happened at pretty much any point during the game. So I'm surprised no one took him out if he was playing that bad. Uh, but I don't, right. I don't necessarily think it's the end depending how bad this concussion is, but I guess we'll have to see. It was 21 of 30 for 272 with one touchdown and two picks. And let me tell you that second pick looked like he was throwing it directly to the Viking. Huh? Like not even joking, like right at him. Hmm. So it was it was bad. I mean, Chris McCaffrey was good as always, but I mean, George Kittle has good. So I told you, Brandon Ayuk had five catches for 57 in the first half. Mm-hmm. His final line was five catches for 57. Oh, that's not good. Especially yeah. with Debo being out. Yeah. Is this? Oh, I and mean, McCaffrey fumbled too. He lost a fumble, which was, oh, he did. They just they look very, very sloppy. So I think so that you, you, I think the Browns game like screwed them up as a team mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Grant. Okay, again, there's super thanks referees. Super questionable call towards the end of the game that has happened constantly for the last two or three seasons. Yeah, uh, but I think that loss like really messed with their group mentality. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to yeah, see nope. if they can bounce back. I can't remember a season in recent memory where in, by week seven, everybody had a loss. You know, there's always one or two teams that win six or seven games to start the season. But right now there are one, two, two teams, only two teams with, with one loss. And they're the Eagles and the Chiefs. And lo and behold, those two teams played each other last year in the Super Bowl. Who could have thunk it? <laughs> You know, I mean, and as much as people have been writing off the Chiefs, the Chiefs, I, I am, I, I I can't make sense of this year, Craig. I really can't. Before we go to your question really quick, let me ask you a bonus question here. Sure. And you only get one guess at this. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I, and I, the way I'm prefacing this, you should know it's not who you think it is. Interesting. The team with, okay. The team with the best net points. So more points for than a guess against in the AFC is who? Who has the most points, most net points, meaning they've scored more than against? Uh, I'm going to go. You not, the, I'm going to go with the go Dolphins. Ahead. The Dolphins are not. They're fifty. Have fifty three. Hmm. All right. So so the, my first, I would think Kansas City, right? No, Kansas City's at seventy three. They're actually third. Ahead of them is Baltimore at 74. Okay. The top net point team in the AFC is the Buffalo Bills. No kidding. And they're four and three, but huh. they're plus 80. Huh. I would see. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> That's what I mean. This year is weird. We have no undefeated teams pushing into the double digit weeks. The best team in the AFC in terms of net points is barely over 500. Yep. And is one and two on the road already this year. Yep. <laughs> Jacksonville's leading the AFC South. They're undefeated on the road. Yeah, now their quarterback is hurt. 
So oh, so, what is it? Lawrence is her too? He's questionable. Yes. Of course he is. Aren't we all? <laughs> all right. So enough of my stuff. What what question do you have for um, me tonight? So I have two. I have two like little little things. Okay. Um, Everyone's favorite owner, the Colts owner, Jim Mersey. A Jim Mersey. <laughs> full time, full time Colts owner, part time uh, Chris Benoit impersonator. <laughs> you, you know, you know what? Kinda just a little bit, just a little bit like Chris Benoit. Kind of does. Um, I'm telling you, I've seen it for years. No one believes me. He said that he thinks, and I honestly, the way the ref, the way the officiating has been, I kind of agree with him. He thinks that all penalties should be actually i should find his quote i'll hear it no no that's not his quote damn it anyway he thinks that everything should be reviewed especially in the last two minutes of the game isn't it no like every pen like pass interference like stuff like that like that would slow the game for a freaking crawl it would so but then would you be okay with it being in the last two minutes of a quarter or no. the game? Game only. The only fourth quarter. That would be the only time I'd be okay with it. Because otherwise, you're, you're even if you do it that way, you're adding like another 20 to 30 minutes because there's every time there's something questionable, coaches are going to delay to try and get the booth to call down on every single thing. So, no, I, I'm not with him on this. It's going to be, it's going to slow the game to an absolute crawl. And the fourth quarter's end of games are already slow because people burn timeouts all this positioning but when it, it no i don't want every i don't want every player so what so what's going to happen in a game that's 38 to 3 and a team is just trying to run out the clock or they've got their backups out there and there's a penalty we're gonna have to stop the game for two minutes for a full review and a, a play that's not going to matter no i'm not yeah. with them no yeah i mean it, it would slow the game down a lot uh but i think in the last i think in the f- two minutes the last two minutes of the fourth quarter the way they review like touchdowns. Yeah. I think, I think they should do it only because there's been so many, at least the last three seasons, there's been so many fourth quarter penalties that shifted the game dramatically. Uh huh. And you know, and I, I get it. I understand it's a very fast paced game and the referees are just seeing in real time. I get that there's mistakes, but I just feel like it's been happening so much lately <clears throat> especially at the end of games that I think if they do it at the end of games, I would be okay with it. Only, only, you know, but only called penalties, right? We're not reviewing every play. Not, no, not every play. It's like, was that person, was it really defensive pass interference? Were they really holding? Were they out of bounds or, you know, hit lead out of bounds? Whatever. I don't know. See, I think what's going to happen is the, that means the referee's going to call everything now because they can worry about it upstairs. And that's valid point. That's valid you know, point. I mean, because we've seen that with turnovers, right? We've seen turnovers that are like, you know, that are iffy. And if the refs come together and they can't figure it out, they call it turnover because they know it'll be reviewed. All turnovers and all touchdowns get reviewed. Same thing. He might have gotten two feet down. I'm not 100% sure. We'll call it touchdown. Let them review it upstairs. You know, I, I just, I, I, I worry that it's going to get out of control like that. But okay, so that's question one. What else you got for me? Uh, the other question, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell you this team, who this team beat. And you tell me if you agree with the statement when I'm finished telling you who they beat. Okay. Okay. Uh, beat the chargers. They beat, okay. the pa- beat the Patriots. Okay. Beat the Broncos. Okay. Lost to the bills. Okay. Beat the giants. Okay. Beat the Panthers. 
Everyone's beat the Panthers. <laughs> Lost to the Eagles. Okay. And I'll say it again because I said it a few weeks ago. The Miami Dolphins are the AFC version of the Dallas Cowboys. Is that who we're talking about? <laughs> yes, that's the, that's who they beat and lost to. I was trying to figure out just off the top of my head who <laughs> I, I thought maybe we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys because you <laughs> mentioned a couple of NFC teams. So so what did they say? Okay, they're five and two. What did they say? So well, my, I'm just saying. I just want to know if you agree with my statement that they are the AFC version of the Cowboys. Where they are spectacular against teams that are bad, and they are barely a football team when they play someone who is good. <laughs> I'll say here's why I'll say no. You're you're not on the you're not wrong. Here's why I say no. It's because there's there's a longevity factor to it. We have seen this out of the Cowboys for the better part of what fifteen to twenty years now. Yeah, Where this is this is this is our year. We've got the quarterback. We've got everything in place. Oh, shit, it's not our year. Don't worry, next year will be our year. I think this is newer for the Dolphins because they've been pretty bad for so long. I, I hmm, Maybe true. it's because maybe it's because the fan base isn't as vocal, um, you know, but yes, play-wise, yeah. But I think, I think this Dolphins team is learning to be good. And I think that with the exception of Tyreek Hill, they're very young. Um, they don't have a lot of experience, and I think that factors into that call. So I, I next year at this time, this team should be. I mean, I go back to remember Patrick Mahomes' first year, um, not his first year as a player, his first year starting because he was behind Alex Smith that first year. They upset the Patriots right out the gate, and then they had an on and off year. They made the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. And then and everyone was like, this team's going to be really dangerous next year because there's an experience factor to it. I think what makes the Cowboys a bigger joke is we do this every year with them. We really it's do, don't we? Every <laughs> year. Every year. It's just... Oh. Then they change coaches, and then it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, we're going to change coaches. Well, all we need is the coach. Okay, no. you, you need. All we need is the quarterback. We're going to draft... A, you know, Tony Romo's getting old, so we'll draft Daft Prescott. Okay, that's... A, Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott is the future. Okay, Zeke Elliott is the future, <laughs> if you say so. It's just... The names change, but the expectations and the delivery are almost exactly the same every time. Right. So yeah, the the the, the, the I, I I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the Dolphins avoid this trap because they're gonna be a better team as a result of it. It's the Cowboys just never learn from their mistakes. That's actually there it is. There's the summary. The Cowboys never learn from their mistakes. They do the same thing over and over again and don't understand why it never works. No, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. That's here's, just what I say. Here's the fun game of this season. Yeah. Christmas Eve, December 24th at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Standard oh, Time. Oh. The Dallas Cowboys play the Miami Dolphins. Oh, my God. <laughs> a Christmas present for no one. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. By the way, can I just rant for one quick second before we go on sure, to America's yeah, favorite yeah. game? Yep. Can you believe DraftKings and DFS is not legal in Nevada? Out of all the things that is not legal in Nevada. Oh, I could. I could. I could. <laughs> so the house we stayed in was 20 minutes off of the strip, and that's with the traffic not being bad. So the first day we were there, it took us almost a half hour, 35 minutes to get from. We stayed at a hotel on the strip, and then the house we used for an Airbnb became available on Thursday. So we had to Uber over there. Our Uber driver gave us the 
driver's side view of everything wrong with Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Okay. And we're on, we're stopped, dead stop on the highway. He goes, you see that stadium over there? I'm like, yeah, that's where the Raiders play. He goes, yep. You see that building over there? That's where the hockey team plays. See that building over there? That's where the women's basketball plays. They just won a championship again. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, five minutes from now, you're not going to see a single building. Explain to me why we have to build all these things right next to the highway in the middle of the strip. And I'm like, um, I don't know. And he goes, the mob, man. It's the mob. Well, I mean, he's not he's not wrong. If you look at pictures of Vegas from like the early 60s or the 50s, there's really nothing there. So then one of, one of my compatriots says, you mean like gangsters? And he's like, yeah, man, but they don't dress like they used to. They're different now. And I shoot this guy a look. And the look is like, don't, don't push this any further. This just, 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 just let this drop. But he doesn't buy it. And he goes, oh no. Well, what do they look like now? And I swear to you, I swear to you, by grave. He looks at him and goes, what do they look like now, man? They all wear chef hats. (laughs) And so I'm in the backseat. I'm right behind this. I look at my other friend who's sitting next to me and the look on her face is like, I would rather be anywhere on earth literally right now than here. I would rather be launched against my will into space than doing this right now. He spends the rest of the ride explaining to us that the most powerful union in Las Vegas is the culinary union. And that every I, time. Go yeah, ahead. No, no, go ahead. My, my brain stopped. Go ead I know, right? The culinary union. Twice in the last 10 years, they have walked off the job and shut down every restaurant on the strip. And within like three hours, they've gotten whatever they asked for from the city because it cannot afford to have the restaurant scene shut down. He's like, it's all coordinated, man. They send one text message out. Everybody in the union gets it. They stop cooking and they just walk out. (laughs) He goes, the whole place grinds to a halt. Can you imagine what this place is like with no restaurants? And I'm like, I can now. So apparently the modern day mob is a bunch of chefs. <laughs> that was all, all led by Gordon Ramsay. All, Gordon Ramsay might be the Don. <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, why am I having this conversation? And I'm trying to make eye contact with my friend because I can see him out of the corner of my eye and he keeps looking back at me. I'm just like, my face is saying, no, no, stop talking to the driver. <laughs> Anyway, okay, let's get on to America's favorite game. I could I could spend like three episodes telling you stories of Vegas that aren't forbidden. There are a couple forbidden stories. They're just they're forbidden, but we'll get to America's favorite game. America's favorite game is where I take a look at the over-under betting odds this week, according to DraftKings, in an effort to find high over-unders, which would probably mean fantasy success, and avoid low over-and-unders, which means fantasy badness, because... Fantasy scores are tied to points scored in real games. Who knew? Craig, okay. the offense has been so woeful this year, and the yeah. matchups this week are so bad Yeah, that there are no games over 50. Wow. None. The highest line I see is at four, is it 47 in a row. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, 47 is the highest line. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you who it belongs to because you might guess this team. That's how bad these matchups are. You might confuse an over for an under. But there are three games. Oh, man. Under 40. Jeez. Uh, 
Okay, and I just realized I just wrote the same team name twice on one of them, so I gotta go back to that one. Okay, there it is. Okay. Instead of writing, like, New York slash another team, I wrote, like, say, imagine New York slash Mets, and I'm like, that's the same goddamn team, Britt. You can't write the city and then the mascot. You gotta write the two different... Oh, my God. What a day. What a week. All right, let's see here. Three games, three strikes. Let's go. Games to avoid. Let's go... Texans Panthers. Texans Panthers is incorrect, although no. I understand why you would pick that. Let's see what their actual number is. Why don't I see you? Why don't I see? Are there no odds on this? Oh, there it is. Uh, that's a 43 and a half. Oh, close. And the Panthers are only a three point favorite. Okay. Uh, let's go with two teams who had a really bad week last week. Let's go with the Raiders and Lions. Raiders Lions is a 46 and a half. Oh my God. They had the worst games last week. Yeah. Mm. The Lions were exposed last week. I think, I think that, but I think it'd be a good learning lesson for them. It'd be a good yeah. learning lesson for them. It's a Monday yeah. night game too. It's in, it's in Detroit, which will be hopping. I, I really like the Raiders are plus three ten on the money line. I think I, I will avoid that, but right. okay. <clears throat> you got one strike and all three answers are still on the board. Uh, let's go Brown Seahawks. Brown Seahawks is absolutely correct. That is a 38. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 38. Yes. Um, 38. And it's only a three and a half point line. The lines are tight this week too. What's the biggest spread? I see an eight. Oh, Patri- Patriots Dolphins is a nine and a half. Bucks Bills is an eight and a half. So there's a couple out there that are bigger, but most of them are like under a touchdown. Almost every game is under a touchdown. That's... That says me Vegas is scared. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> oh, I, I spend a lot of time being scared, yeah. All, all right. right, so you got, we, you got two da- one down, you got two to go. Uh, let's go Jets-Giants. Jets-Giants is absolutely correct. The over-under on that game is 36 and a half. Yeesh. So before you go any further, and it's only a three-point spread, the Giants are three-point underdogs. Can you can you trust that game? Thirty six and a half. Uh, no. Both both <laughs> using their backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I might take the Giants in that game just because they're plus one twenty four on the money line. And the Giants are the home team, and the Giants are the home. Oh, there's no home team there. I mean, let's just be honest. So, all right, you got two. You got two right, right and two strikes. There is one last game. <clears throat> Talk to me. Man, all of these are terrible. Right? Like, I can see any of... If I block these these over-unders with my hand, I'm like, yeah, it could be that one. It could be that one. It could be that one. Okay, let's go... Let's go... Oh, God. These are all bad. This is actually the <laughs> lowest one of the week, too. Of course it is. Uh, let's go... Because they're starting a backup. Hey, let's go with the Falcons-Titans. That's absolutely correct. 35 wow. and a half on the Falcons Titans game. <laughs> They're starting so Will Levis this week. Oh my God. What, what, what? So again, I, I, I was in Vegas and the little football I watched, I was drinking heavily. Mm. What the hell happened? To, what happened to Tannehill? Are they just sick of him? Oh, he's hurt. What did he do? I think, he, no, I have to look. I think it was his back. Maybe you guys, you guys got to understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not, this is not, I'm not me lecturing Craig on this. I have been in so in vacation mode. I haven't even checked my fantasy lineups from last week. Other than the uh, game you, against my brother, I you, don't know if I won anything. You traded me all of your players. 
I based on how much I drank on Sunday, I would not be surprised. <clears throat> so okay, so we're gonna I'm gonna avoid Jets Giants. I'm gonna avoid uh Falcons Titans. Oh and I'm sorry, it's avoid- his uh his ankle. It was his ankle. Sorry. Ankle. And I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid Brown Seahawks. Like the plague. I'm gonna avoid those games. So all right, did we hear back from the source? We did. He 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 wrote a whole paragraph. Holy crap. <laughs> what do we got? All right, so his first his first parlay. Uh-huh. Is a plus one twenty two parlay. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna do this live on DraftKings so I can get the actual numbers. Okay. So he's taking the money line on Baltimore, Kansas City, and Philadelphia. Okay, hold on a second. Philly. Where are you? Kansas City and Baltimore. And that's all right, so he must be looking at DraftKings. So that is a plus one twenty two. Okay. And then Does he his, have another? His other parlay because he's into the teasers. Oh Jesus. I'm not gonna try and calculate this. We'll just trust his uh, numbers. He has the Patriots plus nine and a half. Patriots. Uh huh. He has the Bills minus eight and a half. Okay. He has the Steelers plus two and a half. So far these are matching the lines. Where's the Steelers? Yeah, yeah and then I'll tell you then he's putting I'm sorry, he's putting plus seven on all of these. Okay, so hold on. Let's get it into the slip and then we'll do where, where are the Steelers? The Steelers uh, are so bad I can't even find them. <laughs> there it is. Okay, Steelers, all right, plus two and a half on the Steelers, yep. Uh then the Bengals at three and a half. So he's adding seven, he's adding plus seven to all of them. Where the hell are the Bengals? They're uh, there. 40, Where no? Why can't I find this game? I don't know. Oh, God, I'm I'm so oh. <laughs> I need like three weeks off after that trip. <laughs> the one one week for each day. <laughs> so Bengals, Bengals plus three and a half. That's a plus twelve forty two parlay with just those numbers. Uh, yep. So if you put them all at plus seven, you get plus two hundred. Yeah. How do you feel about betting them straight up though? Patriots plus nine and a half, Bills minus eight and a half, Steelers plus two and a half, and Bengals plus three and a half. I almost kind of like it at the plus twelve forty two. I mean, if you do that, I mean, then ten ten pays one thirty four. That's not bad. No, that's not bad. I mean. I can Patriots, see it. The Patriots are coming up. Like, it's a division game. They're always weird. You know, the Bills, uh, the Bills, I feel like, are going to crack at any point in time. Mm. Uh, Lawrence isn't playing, probably isn't playing, and the Bengals are playing um, a former Jet quarterback. I'm worried about so. the Steelers plus two and a half <laughs> or even plus seven and a half. I'm worried about them because it's still the Steelers. I mean, they've got their one game going this week. But, you know, that I did see because I almost fell over. I was like, Najee Harris scored a touchdown? I started Najee Harris? <laughs> it was two separate moments good of shock. Yes. Yeah, good for him. So, okay. All right. Well, this, the, 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 the source has spoken. And that leaves us time now to go on to the metric. Yes. I actually sat down today and ran the metric. Dun, 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 dun. So metrics had a couple of weeks off. The metric, for those who don't know, is where we look at projections and salary in DraftKings and attempt to find value. Because if you can get a couple of value players out there and maximize the amount you spend, you have you have a better chance of winning in the cash pool. So that's what we've been trying to do. Metric has had a rough year this year. I think a lot of people have had a rough year this year with trying to to, to pick out these numbers. So um, yeah. Um, I gave up on one site. There was a site, there's a site I like, and I will not call them out by name, but I reference them frequently. Um, and, uh, it's not the guru. We all know I love the guru. 
Um, but there's another site I love, and in the past I'd be like, okay, so I got $3,000 left. Who should I start? You start this guy. That guy's not going to play today. No, you've got to start him. And he doesn't play. Like he's a healthy scratch. And I'm like, what the hell? Your your yeah. your info is out of date. <laughs> so, um, so we're using more up-to-date info. We took that out of the equation, and hopefully it'll help. But um, I don't really think so because uh, I asked the metric for the best quarterback value this week, and um, it told me Mac Jones. Cinch's favorite quarterback. Yay. Aren't you happy, Cinch? Cinch just threw something out of yes. his trucks. <laughs> yeah, so Mac Jones is only $5,000, so if he gets over 15 points, he's a value play. So I'm like, all right, but I don't want to use Mac Jones. He goes, well, what do you think about Desmond Ritter? I'm like, not much. Um, he's 5,100, which means he's been the same boat. I'm like, listen, there's got to be somebody out there who's at least, you know, marginally cheap. Doesn't have to be dirt bottom cheap. Who's next name on the list? What about Kenny Pickett? What about no? Um, No, I I can't touch it. I actually like maybe going, see, I don't like at the mid-range guys. Trevor Lawrence, you said, might not play. Gardner Minshew, as drunk as I was, he played terribly on Sunday. I can remember that. Um. I, you know what? It's it, the metric says he's only going to get 15 points, and he's 5100, which puts him just under 3x. But I kind of like gambling on Bryce Young this week. No, against Houston, huh? Because it's Houston, and you know, I think you could score 15 points on Houston. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, either that, either that, or I'm just paying up for Jalen Hurts. He's eighty two hundred, but he's he, he's got a he could get you up he could get you upwards of thirty points if he decides to be Jalen Hurts and he's playing Washington. Yeah, that's true. You want something a little bit more reliable? Great, go Lamar Jackson. He's eighty one hundred, but he's and he's playing in Arizona. The problem is they go up by seventeen. All of a sudden, it's Gus Edwards' time. Yeah, yeah. So no, who, you're who right. you, I think I think this. Who do you like? Tell me. Help me out. This week, I think quarterback is the hardest position to pick. Just I because, agree. like, just based on the price range for some people, and you know, I'm not like you. I am not taking Mac Jones. I mean, the, Sam Howell, <sighs> maybe like he would be the the cheapest one I would look at. What uh, What about What about Russell Wilson uh, at home 50- against Kansas City? 53 playing in Denver. But their line is terrible, and the Chiefs' pass rush is their best part of their defense. That's the problem. Or what if, Or you want to go really super, super sleeper, there Uh-oh. is Zach Wilson playing the Giants. 4,800. It's only 4,800. And haven't the Jets won, like, their last three? They have, actually. Sons of <laughs> bitches. They're going to cost me that stupid game. <laughs> Let's see where are they? I'm looking right now. Looking right now. Yeah, the Jets are three and three. They've won their last two. They've won two in a row now. And now <sighs> they're playing the Giants off a of bye week. So Yeah, you know, I yeah, it's... I think I think that, that could that could be good. Let's see, they beat they beat they stunned the Bills in week one. Then they lost to the Cowboys. Then they lost to the Patriots. Then they lost to the Chiefs. Then they beat Denver in Denver, thirty-one twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Then they beat the Eagles. Yep, they were the last team to not beat the Eagles. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah, that killed yeah. my parlay that week. Oh, I just, I don't like any of these guys. You know what, guys? This week, use your gut. 
I might I might back I might do the reverse of what I do normally, which is I might fill quarterback last. Yeah. I can see because it. I mean all the guys I think could be over twenty points are at least AK. And mm-hmm. it's a short list. It's Mahomes, it's Hertz, it's uh Jackson. That's it. My fourth best guy is Tua, and I've got Tua under under eighteen points. So do, do do we do we buy into the Will Levis experiment and just try to go super uber gutsy at forty four hundred? You could try it if he's playing. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Like I don't, I don't know like what they're goal. gonna. I know what they're gonna do with their two backup quarterbacks. They might like rotate the two of them. So I don't. I don't know. Oh oh yeah. Oh dear God. Okay, let's move on to running back because I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do here. So, all right, so we're going to need to find some serious value. And you know who you know who the metric likes this week? It likes a big guy. It likes a big name, a high-value uh, uh, high guy. And it likes a nice mid- to low-range guy. It loves Brees Hall at 5,900, and it loves Alvin Kamara at 7,300. Neither one's going to hit value per se, but they're both the closest to it. And if you're going to use a 5,900, you can certainly afford a 7,300. Are you... The next name down the list is Joe Mixon. At 5,800. So do you want to use Hall with Mixon and save a couple bucks? Do you want to pay up for Camara? What are you What are you feeling here? I Because they're playing indoors, I probably would go with Camara. So who do you, who, if you have to pair him with Hall or Mixon, because they're both essentially the same price, which one do you have more faith in? Uh, probably Hall, because they're playing yeah. Giants. And San Francisco's defense is going to have to carry them that game if they're going to get anywhere. You know who is a fascinating play at 6,100 is Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, it's... Yeah, but can he run in Denver with the thin ear? That's the question. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I'm still getting caught up on sleep. All right, so <laughs> but the good news is there's some options here. I could pair Brees Hall with Joe Mixon and only spend 11K on my running back combo, which would free up some money for me to go with one of the big names at quarterback if I need to. Mm-hmm. So any sleepers on this list? Anybody you're looking at and you're like, Ooh. Sleeper on this list, I kind of like Damien Pierce playing Carolina. He's 5,300. Mm-hmm. So he would be, if I wanted to, like, you know, stick him in, in flex to save money so I can pay up in receiver, maybe. I might do that. How is Kenny Walker still at 7K? How? How? Because uh, he, he still runs sometimes. <laughs> I'm looking down this list and I'm like, I'm not seeing anything that makes me excited. Uh, Jonathan Taylor over 6K when he hasn't done anything. Daryl Henderson at 4,800, but still Daryl Henderson. Jalen Warren at 4,900. Are we buying into the rumors that they're starting to move away from Najee Harris? Does he have another touchdown that game? He has a touchdown. He hits value, right? Uh, well, not quite value. He yeah, would need he would need it. fourteen. He would need fourteen points. He gets a touchdown and like seventy five yards. That's doable. But do we think it'll happen? Uh, at home, maybe against maybe. Jacksonville. All right. So 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 far, what you've learned from us is I don't like anything this week. <laughs> week eight, we're in the we're dead middle of bye weeks and injuries. Yep. Uh, so I'm probably gonna have to use Hall and Hall and Mixon or Hall and Pacheco. Probably. See, I don't like Mixon running against that defense. I'll probably use Pacheco and Hall, and that's a total of 12k. That'll probably be enough for me to get through 
and still save some bucks for quarterback. Well, let's see. Let's see what's going on at wide receiver. So wide receiver's got to have a value, right? Nope. The <laughs> uh, best value on the list is Terry McLaurin at fifty three hundred. Okay. The metric has Demario Douglas on the list because they think he's going to get nine points. I don't see it. So I'm going to pretend that never happened. I think that's a mistake in my number generation. Um, AJ Brown at 22.3 points. I've got him and he's about 8k Drake London, 14 points, 5k Christian Kirk, 16 points. It's about 6k. I think this week I'm probably going to, I don't know if I can make this work. Maybe I should be doing this out while I'm, I know we're not supposed to do that, but I mean, hey, in as long as we theory. don't make a full lineup, it doesn't matter. Yeah, in theory. Let me go to Daily Fantasy. Maybe so. It's, it's going to make me sign in. Okay, screw that then. I don't want to sign in. I just want to make a fake fantasy lineup for my <laughs> listeners. That's all I want. Daily Fantasy. Can make me sign in? You can make me sign in. I don't have my phone on me. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, all right, guide me through this. What are you doing at Whiteout this week? Because it all just seems to be like everybody is like, Everybody's either 7K or 3K, and there's no in-between guys this week to find value. Hey, so I'm probably going to pay up for A.J. Brown if I can. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to pay up for at least one uh, one receiver. You know, I do like if you want to save money mm-hmm. because of the injury to Jefferson. Jordan Addison is finally starting to come around to the receiver I thought he was going to be at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. Uh, so that's definitely happening with um, with the injury, like I said. Another one coming off a of bye week and a lot of rest is Adam Thielen playing Houston, but he's 6,600. And he's okay. been one of the top receivers this year. So if I can kind of make that work, if, you want to, if I want to save even a little bit more money, I'd probably look at um, Drake London. Because he's uh, 50, I, he's fifty one hundred. I just can't get on the Drake London train. I just can't do it. God damn it! <laughs> I want to like him so much, but the Falcons are so bizarre. Okay, I'm 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 building a lineup in a lineup builder, so I don't have to log into it so far. So so far, I've locked in Hertz, Hall, Pacheco, and McLaurin. I said we got I got to lock in AJ Brown, right? Because I'm using Hertz specifically so I can get AJ Brown into this lineup. Yep. Okay. All right, so I'll leave a wide receiver slot open uh, so we can go on the tight ends and see if we can fit who we can fit in there. Maybe there's a value play at tight end. And actually, there's one that's not terrible. Dallas Goddard got him for 12 points at 4,600, but that's too much money for me to spend right now. How is Darren Waller higher than Dallas? Well, Dallas Goddard's bad, I guess. I don't know. Hayden Hurst is only 2,900. I don't know how he's even on this list. My God, tight end. Tight end is the... <laughs> yeah. It's... It, I take one week off and it all goes to shit. Like, seriously, I got to use Dallas Goddard. Uh, you I do. Have... You, I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, I jeez, Louise. Yeah, there's there's Kyle Pitts. There's there's Johnu Smith. Can I afford Kyle Pitts at 3,800, though? I don't know. Can you? I don't trust Kyle Pitts either. I don't trust a lot of I don't trust a Taysom lot of these Hill? guys. There's Taysom Hill. Do we trust George Kittle's had a big game? I don't trust him. Yeah, he kind of goes. He kind of goes in waves. <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking at this list, and I'm like, do I actually have to pay up and use? Dar- no, I'm going to use Dallas Goddard. 
Well, okay. If you can't use Dallas Goddard, super saver, you got Trey McBride or Hayden Hurst, I would not touch either one of them. They're not going to have more than 30 yards. Um, Kelsey, I think, is going to get isolated. I don't like Kelsey at 8,400. Even if I had the money to spend, I wouldn't like Kelsey at 8,400. I think, honestly, you know, if I were looking for reliability, it'd be Mark Andrews at 6,400. But, you know, I've got him around the same. That's a lot, but it's about the same. It's about the same points I got for Dallas Goddard. But he's more. If I if I told you one of the guys was going to make 12 and a half, 12 and a half to 13 points between Dallas Garden and Mark Andrews, I think we both agree Mark Andrews is more likely to get there. That's true. Yes. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking for some reliability here, and I'm just not finding it. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to use Irv Smith Jr. against the Niners. <laughs> Done. He's got to have a good game eventually. You watch. You watch. It's going <laughs> to. You watch. It's going to happen. Damn it! And, I, and there's such there's such baity names here. Noah Gray is only twenty eight hundred. The Chiefs yep. have been targeting him a little bit more. He catches one pass for a touchdown of like twenty five yards, and he's at like five x because he's only twenty eight hundred. <laughs> but there's also you know three out of five games where he never touches the ball. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> oh, okay. This this week is depressing. I you know what? I'm gonna say something bold here. You ready? Ready. I may not put in a DFS lineup this week. Dun, 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 dun. I took last week off because of the state of Nevada. Yeah. And apparently the culinary union. And <laughs> this week I might take off just because these numbers are absolutely shit. Yeah, it's not a good it's not a good week. It's I'm not, not happy with what I'm seeing. So I well, maybe it'll get better when we look at defenses. Okay, so I click over on defenses. The metric is telling me to use the Denver Broncos. Really? It's Kansas City. Yeah. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who I do like? I like the like? Minnesota Vikings at 2,500. Playing Green Bay. Yep. In now Green that Bay. might be. But if that's too expensive for your blood, the Bengals are only 2,200, and I think they're going to have a decent game against a bashed up Purdy. That's yeah, exactly against, what we're Against Sam Darnold and no Debo. I mean, there's McCaffrey, but, you know, as much as I love him, if he gets at all, at any kind of, of injury, they're going to pull him out of the game. Okay, so if I use Hertz, Hall, Pacheco, Brown, McLaurin, Goddard, and the Cincinnati Bengals, that means I still need to get a wide receiver Mm -hmm. and a flex player. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing the math here. That's uh, 9,200. I would still have 9,700 for those two slots. That's not terrible. It's not great either. I'm probably going to... We talked about using like Joe Mixon. You could use Joe Mixon that slot. That's going to leave you about less than 4k for the other wide receiver you're still gonna have to go ultra cheap at that wide out but that's doable yeah like no, who's it for is. if you if you want to buy into the demario douglas story that'll work you could also go with jalen reed that'll work i'm looking for guys under 4k wandale robinson go with god brandon powell really <laughs> alan lazard's only 3400 Odell Beckham Jr. is 3,800. Is this the week he actually decides to play? Who knows? Probably not. I'm just going down the list of people who are on 3K that I think might make value. There's an interesting name. What about Rashid Shahid? 3,900. Yeah. He hasn't done anything yet, but everybody's big on him, and they think he's just a, it's a matter of time, right? Oh, it's all I heard about during the goddamn offseason. Shahid, Shahid, Shahid. And frickin', yeah. frick, 
the the Saints. All right, we didn't expect the Saints to be good, right? We're we're done with the match. Uh, we can have a yeah, you know, yeah. We expected them to be better in their division. Um, That's exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> now there's all these reports of infighting, and Derek Carr is yelling at people, and blah blah blah. Is this? I I think the Saints are a better team than we're seeing. Yeah. I, here's the thing, though, with the whole Derek Carr thing. If a quarterback is yelling at his offense, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly okay with whoever that is, whatever quarterback it is. It could be at any level. If they're yelling at their offense because they're playing like crap, mm-hmm. I am perfectly okay with that. Yeah, I, and I'm okay with that, too. I just, you know, we've seen it, and we, but we see it have a negative effect, too. You said it, I think, on Sunday. While I was still somewhat sober, you sent a text, something about Diggs is yelling at Allen. Here we go. Yep. I, it, not, <laughs> not those exact words, but it was something similar to that. And you turn, and I was like, there's no way the Bills let this game slip through their fingers. They absolutely did. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I just I, I can't imagine the Saints are going to be this bad all year. And I think they're going to have to spread the ball out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we. We knew Derek, we, Derek Carr is who we thought he was, right? The, the, the Raiders were not the entire problem. The Raiders were part of the problem, but they weren't the entire problem with Derek Carr. Part of the problem with Derek Carr is his name is Derek Carr. So, I don't know, I think they, they still got time to turn this around, but I could see, I, that might be my sneaky play. That might I, I go ahead and sneak Rashid Shahid into that slot, and then I can use like a Joe Mixon and Flex or something like that, and... Yeah, that could work. I mean, it's something. It's something. So, and you know what else is something? We're out of time. Sad already. Can't believe it, but we are already out of time. Craig, your final thought going into week eight. Final thought going into week eight is definitely pay attention to who's starting. And like I think Cinch mentioned last week uh, or week before, I don't remember. Uh, pay attention to the weather, especially this mm-hmm. time of year, because we're at the end of October. A lot of weird weather happening, even though I think at least in New England, it's supposed to be actually kind of warm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely like, you know, like Tennessee, for example, with their situation, you know, Tannehill is not playing. So who knows what the hell they're doing at quarterback, which then affects everyone else on the offense. So just pay attention to those things. Yeah, to back up what you're saying right there, we, we're seeing this right now in the numbers we're seeing, right? The everyone's production numbers are down. Nobody is showing signs of value at all. And it's not like there's... There's three or four guys over 8K at each position, and there's not a ton of folks that are like super cheap. DraftKings and uh, the DFS sites are are betting you won't pick the guy who comes out big. We know somebody's going to be big, right? It's yeah. going to happen. A quarterback is going to have a 25 to 30 point day, but it's going to be hard to figure out who that guy is. And, you know, I, I think we're seeing it two in the lines. All the lines are down. We have no games over 50 this week. None. None. Yeah. The, that the, hasn't the, been the, that way like since even week one, there was a game over 50, wasn't there? Yeah. Yes. This is the first week we've had no games over 50 that I could know of. Again, I didn't listen last week. Sorry. I just didn't have time. Uh, yeah. But no, there was there was one. I there was one. was one. Yeah. The sports books are even starting to get nervous. All of the lines, the worst line is nine and a half. And there's only like three lines where the line is bigger than seven. The, 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 it's This year is weird, and it's going to get weirder, which leads into my final point, basing off of what Craig is saying. you got to pay attention. Paying attention also means you've got to know when it's a good idea to not 
bet. It is yes. okay to take a week off. Last week, I had to take off because of the state of Nevada. This week, I might take off because the numbers are bad. Maybe this week, instead of putting in a DFS lineup, I pick one or two guys I think is going to go off, and I'll do a prop bet. Yeah, Maybe I'll go. do that. Or do some oh. in-game betting, you know? That's all. That's Cinch's oh thing. Oh, my God. I freaking... And you know I love that, too. Mm-hmm. You know I love the in-game betting. Yep. I was so angry I could not bet in-game in Vegas. <laughs> um, I'd like to play a bet in this game. That game's already started, sir. Yes, I know. Um... <laughs> I mean, there was a couple times I looked up and I was like, I would totally be betting this right now. And would, and would you have won? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm still not sure how I got to the restaurant that night. I'll have to, I'll call Terry and ask him. He'll tell me. But let me look really quick. Like, I just talked about Rashid Shahid, right? Yep. Uh, props. Where's props here? Those are game props. I want... Weekly specials, game props or team props, game props. Oh, I can't see individual prompts without logging in. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I can't see. All right, the or the individual props aren't up yet because it's early in the week. Yes, yeah, but early. but yeah, I mean, I would I would love. Yeah, I I, I would. If Rashid Shahid's number is like thirty or less. Yeah, I might maybe I'll, instead of playing DFS this week, I'll put ten bucks on Rashid Shahid. To hit a prop, or I'll, I'll I'll put together some props this week and and try to put something together that week because that that way because I gotta tell you I I don't think I think the reason that we have well I should say I shouldn't say we not the royal we the reason I have struggled this this year in DFS is largely due to certain players everything that we know to be true has turned out to not always be true guys who historically do well in certain situations haven't done well in certain situations. You know, no, things that not at all. the bills are a complete crapshoot. That That's that's not we did you. Is there any possible way you thought the bills would be four and three after week seven? Uh, no, not particularly. I could no. have seen five and two, maybe. There's yeah. no way I had them at four and three. Nope. Even with the Aaron, Jets, they already won three games. <laughs> look at that. I mean, I got to go check my bet. Maybe I, I mean. DraftKings was ready to pay me to go away after Aaron Rodgers got hurt because I put in a, a bet that they would miss the playoffs. <laughs> but, you know, and now I'll bet you anything. They're like, yeah, your buyout's down to like $1.63. I'm like, wait, whoa, wait. It was like 12 bucks last week. You know, hmm. not the 12 bucks. You never break the bank with 12 bucks kind of thing. But I was just kind of like, it's it's weird. This So, yes, pay attention. Like Craig said, monitor things like injuries and um, weather conditions in particular, we're getting that part of the year and don't be afraid to say this week, ain't it? It is okay to sit there and say, you know what? I just don't feel good about this week. I'm going to back off where you can't back off is on leaving us a review because it's damn helpful. Wherever you listen to us, whatever podcast directory, including Apple that you found us, please leave us a review. It is a huge help. Uh, you can also reach out to us. We are very rarely on Twitter these days, but we are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. Uh, we are also available via email, FignutsDFS at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. So so whatever happens this week, we're just going to roll with it. I, yeah. I, I, have to go, I have to go to a Halloween party, so I can't even join you guys for football. I have not sat and watched football with Craig and Sean in almost a month. It's yeah. kind of depressing. 
Um, yeah, you we'll know. have to do it. Uh, we'll do it uh, soon ish. Yeah. Next next Sunday, I'm available. I don't know what everybody else's schedules are like, but I'll pitch that to 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 our hosts next Sunday and see if they're interested in hosting. I did warn. I was like, listen, I got this terrible string. I'll be traveling. I'll be at Vegas. Blah blah. blah. So, but we'll deal with that next week. Everybody go have a wonderful week. Enjoy yourselves, whether you choose to bet or not. Enjoy the games. Sometimes the best part of the best game is just watching and realizing you didn't put any money on it. So you can't lose any money on whoever shit play it is. So <laughs> just say it. So until next week, we will, we will speak again next week. And until then, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the football fig nuts podcast. Oh, and hi Deb. 